0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I wanted to talk about photo exhibitions. Have you ever done a photo exhibition? I'm sure many people are probably listening have been to a photo exhibition, or maybe you haven't. There's a whole range of, I suppose, things to think about with photo exhibitions, from a, just a, a person going along and having a look and exploring someone else's photography and to, to see maybe how someone else captures the world, Or it's even maybe that you've thought about having your own exhibition. And what's probably prompted this, um, I thought I'd talk about, is that the upcoming Brisbane Photography Festival, which I'm the director of next year in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, is going to be, you know, one of the things we're going to strive to do is to have a number of photo exhibitions running throughout the festival time period. So and we're looking at ways how we can maybe help people get into those into that space and actually do maybe even their first exhibition. So we have some photographers who have done many exhibitions, but like I said, it's a it's a space that some people haven't actually ventured into yet. So I think it's something like I said, worthwhile. You know, if you and I think if you're thinking about venturing into that space, one of the things be well worth doing is go and visit a number of different photo exhibitions um, in your local area shouldn't be too hard to find. You know, Google is your friend there. Just basically, hopefully, you know, somewhere where you are, you'll be able to kind of Google up and, and find a, a gallery that's doing a, an exhibition of photography. And I think the, you know, one of the things that sometimes people challenge themselves to is to put together a collection of images, which is what they consider to be worthy enough to be on public display for people to come along and see. And and definitely it's kind of, for a lot of people, it's really putting your work out there. It's a bit of a, a leap of faith. Now, the process obviously can be, depending on how it's, I mean, if you're fortunate enough for someone to come along and sponsor, do an exhibition for you, and someone backed it and didn't cost you anything, that would be fantastic. But the idea I wanted to float in this episode of Focus is an idea that I've been thinking about, particularly spurred on by the photography festival coming up next year, is that Maybe you know how could we how could could we help facilitate a number of exhibitions and make it affordable and um without trying to you know always trying to bang down doors to get sponsors, which is getting you know it's just quite a challenge sometimes to get people to put the money you know put money out to pay for something like a an exhibition or a workshop or something so people can come along and enjoy photography so I come up with the idea i suppose of the group self funded photo exhibition and what I mean by group is a number of like-minded photographers getting together and sharing the cost so basically you know the idea is that say if you had four photographers all exhibiting in the same exhibition that the four photographers would self-fund it and pay for the cost of printing and the cost of the gallery space and what what often quite happens in these situations is that yeah, w while the gallery's open that, you know, someone needs to be there. Some gallery spaces, and you'll pay more for this, is they will have somebody who is kind of there to keep an eye on things. Or the other thing is the gallery space can be kind of bare rented where it's just um uh you rent the space and then it's your responsibility to man it and to supervise the exhibition while it's open. And again, so if that was done in a situation like a group situation between the yeah, you know, the four um, exhibiting photographers schedule system could be worked out where you might come in and spend the morning and then someone else comes in the afternoon shift uh, and so on and so on. So there's always someone there when people are coming through and if they've got questions to ask, they can actually ask someone there who knows something about the photographers and something about the pieces that are on display. I mean, there's also an opportunity to sell some pieces like it's quite often at you'll see at um, many different uh, exhibitions that there's there's sometimes price you know tickets on things so you know how much you can purchase this print for, and again, but sometimes it's not about always about selling the work. I mean that's nice when, as a creative, you create something and you can sell it and and get some I suppose some reward for your effort. But sometimes the reward for effort for some people is just simply the fact of giving some joy to people that they come along and they. Come along and see these images and actually enjoy them. Kind of connect. It's also, like I said, a, can become a you know great kind of, I suppose, social event, especially on opening night, the first night that it's open to the public. Obviously, there's an opportunity to have a have a bit of a social gathering and um, you know maybe even have some have the photographers all speak a bit about their work and about how they got into photography and why they shoot a particular style of photography. And, yeah, the idea too is that you could have four photographers who are very similar, you know, shoot in a very similar type of area and uh, a creative mix of images could be drawn from those photographers to display and, you know, sometimes it might be possible to do it in such a way that it actually, each piece of work complements the next piece of work so it's not like a hot potch, different whole bunch of different images kind of thrown in a room and go, here you go, but let's actually have a theme, like a, you know, an overall theme running for it or it could be that you have four completely different photographers all looking at the world in a completely different way that would help I suppose challenge your own thoughts that when you see something um, how this photographer presents it and the next photographer might present um, it in a completely different way which kind of challenges that idea. So I think it's kind of like I said it's always great being a creative that you can you can actually do that you can actually represent something in the way that you want to represent it um you don't have to conform to the norms of of society when it comes sometimes to doing things like a photo exhibition particularly this is what artists have done for years because they can paint a painting that can be dictate something that's not even possible but then also the 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 idea that photographers can also you know create images that tell great stories Basically, with maybe with the intention of of entertaining, maybe with the interta- if the intention of actually um, educating somebody about a particular subject that they may not be aware of a situation, and you know, a series of photographs might actually alert you to something. So I thought that's what I thought in this episode. Talk a little bit about the idea of photo exhibitions and and how good they are for photographers. And like I said, a lot of people have already probably visited a photo exhibition and I think you know last week I talked about the power of a photograph and talked about some of the world press stuff and how powerful those exhibitions are but you know so they're they're typically photographers who are at the top of their field but what I'm talking here is is basically I suppose photographers of all skill levels giving them an idea of how they could potentially put together an exhibition and be able to do it in a an affordable way that's self-funded these days like I said there's um you know you can get prints done there's there's places that will print images at a reasonable cost you can also opt for depending on how you're going to hang or the gallery space that you pick how it I suppose the method they use to display images on the wall how that actually works whether it's kind of a hanging system with cables and hooks and stuff or whether it's a um, you know completely different system but, I mean, there's options for people to go and source out ready-made frames by, by some of the places that sell uh, frames that are ready to basically put an image in. Or, you know, you can go, the, I suppose the more expensive option is to have custom framing done. Custom framing can be expensive, and like I said, but there's opportunities for you to kind of explore different ways to display your images, and, and you might even come up with an, something a little bit different and a bit novel way to display your images that actually says something more about the image like you know the way you actually choose to show the image to the world or the way you you kind of manage the you know the placement and hanging of the image the other thing is like I said it's one of the challenges for a lot of people will be actually trying to pick the images that they're actually going to put up so sometimes people will pick their favorite images and sometimes your favorite images Don't always resonate with everybody. Definitely some people will connect with your favourite images. They'll love them as well. Sometimes like if you have images that have a huge personal connection, sometimes uh, an outside viewer doesn't necessarily see that personal connection. Sometimes pictures can be multifaceted where it still shows a side that another person can come in and they can actually read a completely different message from it. And again, that's I think the interesting thing about photographs. Photographs can mean different things to different people for different reasons. And I think the the thing to kind of I suppose think about is about by putting your work out there, you're actually you're actually kind of dipping your toe in another water where you're actually exposing yourself potentially for people to come in and either love what you're doing or maybe not love what you're doing. But again I think from a photography point of view, and to grow in your journey as a photographer, putting yourself outside your comfort zone, that's where you're putting some of your work on display. And like I said, for a lot of photographers, the way they actually grow is they start doing things that that makes them uncomfortable. And, you know, it's like everything in life, if you just do everything within your comfort zone, you kind of create yourself a boundary. Like, a line that you're not crossing over. So you're kind of playing within the four walls that you're comfortable with. And unfortunately, like I said, you know, you can only grow to a certain level and then you kind of you keep hitting those walls. So sometimes to grow as a photographer, you actually gotta go outside those walls. You gotta go past those boundaries. And I know that's very challenging for some people. Like some people really struggle with the idea of putting themselves out there or putting their work out there to the open public. But I mean I think it's a way like I said to really grow yourself as a photographer. It's also a real good way to expand your confidence as a photographer. So the more confident you become with your photography, the better the photography you'll come because when you present with a situation and and you go into it with some confidence, you'll perform much better. I mean if you go into something panicking and nervous and not sure, chances are there will be things that will not go your way, and maybe may, may not end up the shoot that you're hoping it for. Putting yourself out there to to do something like a photo exhibition and put your work out there on, on public show, like I said, is is a way definitely to build your confidence. It's definitely a way to stretch yourself. The other thing too, but it's definitely a way to network with other photographers, particularly the idea of seeking out some like minded photographers to maybe to work on a doing a joint or group exhibition. From that point of view like there's benefits there of just actually kind of mixing with other creators and learning about some of their stuff that they do in their photography and sometimes like I said it's a real it's a real eye-opener sometimes when you see what other people do and sometimes it's really good because it helps validate your thoughts and your processes that you are doing the right thing because sometimes we think you know quite often are we doing this right or someone asks you to show them to do something and you're a bit reluctant because you're thinking, well, i do it this way, but maybe that's not the right way of doing it. So I don't want to kind of teach someone a bad habit um, necessarily. And look, it's like a lot of things in life. There's more than one way to do something. And at the end of the day, if you get the result that you're actually happy with through the process that you're doing, then that's fantastic. Now, not everyone might use that same process, but sometimes it helps people get them started on the journey. If, they, if they're if they floundering and they're struggling to kind of do something and get somewhere, then obviously any help they can get along the way. And then they'll soon work out whether it's suitable for them or not. And they might change their mind and they might look at what you're doing and say, that's great, got me started, but it's got me thinking now to go down this particular path. And I think we all do that in life. I mean, it happens for lots of different things where people just need that start. And once they once they've got that start, then they're often running, so they they're you know they're really you know full steam ahead, so like I said, in this episode, I've been you know playing with the idea of groups of photographers going out there and actually embarking on doing some exhibitions you know self funded type exhibitions, like I said, with a group of people and be surprising enough, there is spaces that you can actually get to put your photography up sometimes like you even have some small cafes and places like that have a wall where they hang up some you know um photography i've been to coffee shops where they have a wall where they just basically invite people to bring in photos and hang them up and they change them around regularly um but some of those places you could have you know uh, approach them and say look we've got this idea there's a couple of us we want to put together an exhibition we'd like to you know hang some prints on the wall for you know um the next month I mean and there's lots of I suppose other options that you can do because like I said someone might fall in love with one of those prints and want to buy one of those prints and and hang it on their own wall because it might fit in Mm -hmm. with their their philosophy or it might fit in with their decor or it might be just something that they're touched by and they want to they want to own a copy of that print that you have the potential of selling it and then again if sometimes if it's a space where you're not paying for it then you could basically make the offer saying well look if we sell anything you know we'll give you 10% of the proceeds or whatever because it was hanging on your wall and again you might find that that that's a a thing that people would find attractive a business would find attractive the fact that they're going to have changing stuff on the walls, so when the customers come in and maybe there's something new there every month to see and potentially it could potentially bring a small amount of revenue in as well that people might buy some of those images and then you know they would get some little bit of a commission from that so they're all ideas that you can think about and you might put your prints up there and you may not want to sell them at all you know or what you might do is after the after the fact of the exhibition you might gift those prints to a charity for them to auction to to raise some money for one of your favorite charities so there's again there's lots of different options out there what you can do how you do it and like I said there's no hard fast rules but I mean starting somewhere doing something maybe doing something that you haven't done before like exhibiting some work you never know it could just be that next thing you need just to get your photography I mean particularly if you've got to a point with your photography and you've kind of hit a bit of a wall and you've gone a bit stagnant and you're not kind of growing as a photographer and you're looking at ways to try and, I suppose, get to that next level or try and, you know, maybe it's even you're wanting to change direction with your photography and you're just not sure how to do it. Sometimes doing something outside your comfort zone can actually produce uh, moments of clarity where you actually see something um, that you really want to do you hadn't previously thought of or seen before and you hear this from lots of different artists that people will kind of discover something they'll just end up going down a path that they didn't think they'd go down and actually really enjoy it and actually find it really fulfilling um, doing something different so again it's like I said I think it's always good to have all options on the table and never kind of paint yourself in the corner and, and kind of limit your options as far as Growing as a creative, I think growing as a creative, you need to give yourself as much space as possible and you also need to create opportunities. Like, I mean, a lot of people, you know, talk about people create their own luck. I think that's largely true that you do create your own luck. It's it's based on a whole range of different things that is your attitude to the world and um, your attitude to how you interact with people and how you treat people. And I think if you, you know, have a good attitude and you treat people well, that opportunities will actually present themselves to you. You know, help you grow as a creative, so, and like I said, sometimes when people do offer something up, some people will not want to get involved or take it on because they they fear the fear of failure um and the thing is like i said it it is a hard thing to overcome sometimes that people do feel like well, let's say I put my work up there on the wall there, and just everyone hates it, and you know then you know everyone goes,, oh, he's a terrible photographer." look at this work, it's, it's rubbish. But I think the thing about it is because photography is so subjective that picture that I like, you may not like and vice versa and I think that's the thing about photography. There's always going to be someone out there who loves your work and again, even if you make one person happy with your work, so if one person is touched by your work, or one person finds that your work sparks joy in their life, then really I suppose that's a great feathering your cap to go away with that you've actually made a difference to that one person by them just simply being able to view and see your images and enjoy them so I think that's the other thing too is that sometimes sharing stuff with the world you know it's a bit like you know the you know lots of times people talk about paying it forward and you, you do some stuff put some stuff back and help people and you know, this is another way of kind of paying it forward sometimes, that sometimes just putting some good positive energy out in the world, whether that be through images, that the effect that that can have on people is sometimes quite profound. And we talked about in last week's episode about the power of photographs, how photographs sometimes are powerful enough to change a person's opinion on something and change their position because they see see something now and they look at it in a completely different light because of the way the photographer has actually presented that image, and uh, and again, like I said, it's um, I think it's always interesting, and I think as photographers, it's a really worthwhile exercise to get out and see as much uh, other people's work as you possibly can. Go and look at it, and look at the, the aspects that you like. Uh, appreciate sometimes the, the technical difficulties they had to overcome to actually get the picture and that, and that to me sometimes i see a photo and you're just looking at it and going well this got, this person's really nailed it under really challenging conditions they've been able to 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 get an image that's fantastic and knowing you know that what type of challenges they must have faced you know, you really kind of take your hat off to that photographer that they persisted with it. And, and quite often when you do talk to people when about those images that sometimes it's it's been and it's taken them maybe years to achieve that picture. They've had that idea and they've tried to make a picture like that and not been able to do it. And then basically they just kept chipping away at it until they got to a point where all, all the things, all their cards fell in the right place, you know, and all the ducks were all lined up and everything kind of worked and they were able to actually create this image that was, you know, like I said, that they had in their mind and they wanted to create. So this episode, talking about putting yourself out there, maybe thinking about doing a self-exhibition um, of your photography, sharing your photography with the world, and, like I said, you know, the ways that you might be able to do that. And, like I said, there's always more than one way to skin a cat. So, as I say, not that you're really... I am I'm want I'm, to I'm encourage anyone to get out there and skin a cat. I don't... You know, it is a saying that we, particularly in Australia, it's something that, you know, you hear quite often and, and really just means, at the end of the day, it just means there's more than one way to get a result, basically. So every every task that you might undertake, there's multiple ways you can complete that task or do that task. So, yeah, I think it's always good to keep an open mind. And, and like I said, so I hope everyone's been out there enjoying their photography and, and really kind of, I suppose, you know, as the year winds on now, we're getting closer to the end of the year. So for a lot of people, it's been, a you know, probably getting to a time to start to reflect back on the last year and how they've been, how they've grown as a photographer. Have they been able to do the things that they wanted to do? Have they hit, you know, if you set yourself goals at the beginning of the year, have you been able to kind of reach those goals? Or are you kind of still trying to, you know, still trying to things that you're trying to tick off this year? Still got a little bit of time to do it. And again, like, I mean, you know, for lots of, lots of people, there's still challenging times with different things happening. So it's not always easy to do stuff. And it's not always easy to get stuff off the ground. So it's always, you know, I'm always impressed by people who keep, you know, keep chipping away at something to make it happen or to keep chipping away at their photography and they just keep honing their skill and they're getting that little bit better. Each month, they're just kind of, you know, moving up one little notch up the, up the ladder um, or one run up the ladder, improving their techniques, improving their, everything about their photography. And like I said, yeah, I mean, just enjoy, enjoy your photography, have fun with your photography. And um, like I said, it's, um, and for people who are going to be around Brisbane next June, definitely kind of save the date of the 9th to the 18th of June. That's when the Brisbane Photography Festival will be running in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. And we're hoping to have, like I said, in that uh, festival is to have a number of exhibitions. So hopefully it's a thing that people can come along to and maybe if they haven't experienced the photo exhibition, it might be the opportunity to, to see a bunch of photographers and see their work. As always, Really enjoy kind of bringing you these podcasts. If you like the podcast, please, you know, subscribe, jump on your local podcasting app. If they're, if you can leave a, a comment or you can leave a um, a rating or a review, if you like it, please, you know, market it however you see it fit. But like I said, we always do love getting the feedback because like I said, these these podcasts become a labour of love. We don't have sponsors. The reason we've kept them kind of, Sponsored free is just to basically say, I mean, you know, when I have my sometimes my favourite podcast I listen to, then all of a sudden they get take on um, sponsorship, and it does change the podcast quite a lot, so, you know, we're striving to try and keep this a, uh, it's just something that's free and no other message other than talking about photography and not trying to sell any products, so. Until next time, enjoy your photography. Uh, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. See ya. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn safe and happy shooting everyone